The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Netflix's Shadow and Bone Season 1. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Salty Nerd Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Shadow and, Bo- Shadow and Bone Season 1. And I'm joined by my fantastic panel of nerds. Tom is here. Welcome, hey, Tom. Hey, welcome. Welcome, Tom. Vader uh, Vader tag-teamed you out of this one, huh? Yeah, I watched the whole show and Vader did not watch yeah. this show. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> he got three episodes in and was like, you guys are on your own. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, I was like, yeah. hey, Tom, um... Have you watched this show yet? And he was like, no, why should I? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you should. Yes, you should. <laughs> and then I watched one episode and I said, the first episode was a little okay. And she goes, oh, honey, you have to watch the whole thing. And I said, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, he, was like, he was like, how many episodes do I have to watch for Tuesday? I was like, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Also, Jude, welcome. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Did you like the show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Matthew Kate is producer of the show. Welcome. Okay. Well, I know Just that. Just say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I, I know that we've been getting a lot of requests to review this season. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Just, yeah, we. Uh, despite Vader's poopy pantsness, mm-hmm. uh, we actually sat down and watched this whole thing, and we're going to be talking about it. Today. Yeah. Actually, because of you guys, our subscribers on YouTube, you commented when we reacted to the trailer for this that. Mm-hmm. You love the show or you love the books and you really look forward to the show. So we're like, you know what? We should get, take that feedback give from the our, people what yeah, they want. Take that feedback from our fans and, and give them what they want. So I don't we, know if this is going to be what you want. Well, we are <laughs> called the Salty Nerd Podcast, so we're going to be a little salty, but it's no big deal. Um, before we dive super deep into this season, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to saltynerdclub.com. There you can find our Patreon page and you can get exclusive access to all kinds of really cool stuff, behind the scenes photos, direct contact with the host, exclusive podcasts, behind the um, uh, blooper reels, which are hilarious. Uh, things that we can't put out there on the YouTube or we'll get taken down. They're hilarious if we do this ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're oh, very funny. funny. We're usually drunk when we do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyway, uh, saltynerdclub.com helps support the podcast. You can give us uh, whatever tier that you may pick, whichever one you are suited to, and it gets uh, cool stuff in return. All right, let's get into it. Uh, who's got the synopsis? Uh, Kadish, Kadish, take it away, buddy. What do you, uh, what oh, do you got I, for I us? Oh. You always do for, for, for shows. For TV series. shows? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've got the episode by episode breakdown. Do you want to give everyone kind of an overview of what the show's about? No. <laughs> Alex, you? I, I can. I read the book and I watched the you first season. You read the book. Oh, I awesome. Did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you had finished it. I did. Yep, I did. I finished it just in time for this uh, podcast I, like two days ago. Anyway, okay. So basically the basic layout of this uh, science fiction steampunky era that we're going to be watching here. Uh, we have a, a group of people called Grisha, which are super powered human beings, um, similar to X-Men, but they don't quite have the variety. Yeah, it's, it's more like the last airbender. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, yeah. yeah. Where, where like you have earth, fire, yeah, they, wind. They're basically sorcerers that can control the elements like fire, wind, yeah. uh, heart. Yeah. yeah heart just, renders. Yeah, elementals. Yeah. Heart renders are freaking badass. Yeah. Well, th- there's all kinds of ones. I want to know their names. I didn't get all the, the Well, there's the tailors. The yeah. The the red. Those are the, the infernos. They're like choking people. Like, Those are the heart renders. Yes. Yeah. They can literally stop your blood flow yes. while you're like mid sentence. It's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of these superpowered sorcerers and they all kind of have very specific powers. And uh, there's one character called the Darkling um, who it's kind of a surprise in this season or in the book that like he is who he is. But in, in ancient times, back in the day, this sorcerer 
caused like this rift times, in ancient back times in the day. back in the day <laughs> the sorcerer caused this rift uh, across it's like a shadow land they call it the fold and it's just like this world of shadow it's and an it's, actual manifestation of darkness yeah it's basically like the wall from uh game of thrones but darkness but full of demons but yes. full of demons yeah because yes. you go into the fold and it's just like filled with these horrific Instead of wildlings it's demons yeah oh yeah, there you go yeah there you go except well wildlings are cuter Ingrid was cute, you know. One, I mean? one of them was cute. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what, what's his, what's the dude's name? Tormund. Tormund. <laughs> he was a cute guy. Cute. Was <laughs> a handsome man. It's a handsome man with a yeah. great red he's, beard. He's yeah. a hunk of ginger. <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay. Continue. Anyway, uh, so we kind of catch up with these characters. The main character is Anita and her friend Mal. They grew up together as orphans. They didn't know. Uh, they didn't know their family. They were kind of just growing up together and they came, became very close. Uh, Mal joined uh, what would be called the second army, I believe. First army. No, so the no first, it's the second First army, army is the Grisha. I thought the, the second power. army was the Grisha. No, I think it's the opposite. I'm going to Google that. Google it. <laughs> I'm going to Google that. Let me know. Uh, and then Anita, because she kind of was worried when she was a child that she would become a Grisha. She didn't, there's like a test that kids do when she they're growing up. She didn't want to be separated from they, Mal. They didn't want to be separated. So she hid the fact that she may or may not be Grisha. She didn't know. She just know. never took the test. She never took the test. She avoided it. And uh, she grows up. She becomes a cartographer along with Mal in the second army or first army, whichever one Tom comes up with here in a minute. And um, it's, it's revealed later on that she is in fact one of, if not the only sun summoner which is a person who can can control light and heat. And uh, this is a very special power because it's it's been kind of like, what is it? First Army non-Grisha. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> first Army. And uh, so the, that's kind of the story basically in this first season is we kind of get to see her path when she realizes that she is a sun summoner and she gets kind of taken under the wing of the Darkling or the general in this, in this uh, show. And uh, events progress to the point where she has to break away from the darkling who is, is, has nefarious intentions. Yeah. And, uh, and she starts off like he's so handsome. <clears throat> How could he be bad? I know. Right. As soon as I saw him, I was like, that dude's bad. Oh, yeah. Um, so she, she starts off being, um, like she's, she's in the army and she's a photographer and she has her career and stuff, but like everyone shits on her because of what she looks like. Yeah. Uh, I forget uh, what they call shoe. her. Shoe. They, they're like, uh, shoe doesn't belong here. Yeah. Um, so everybody shits all over her. For until they discover her power, and now all of a sudden she's like royalty. So she mm -hmm. goes from being like at the bottom of the barrel to the elite of the elite. Yeah, and uh, the, this um, show is it's based off of a trilogy. It's called the Grisha trilogy, but it's also been combined with uh, another book series in this universe called the Six of Crows duology. So there are two books in this series uh, by um, an Israeli American author named Lee Bardugo. And uh, this is collectively known as the Grisha verse. And uh, she describes it not as steampunk, but as Tsar punk. So like mm. the Russian Tsars. Oh, okay. Oh, neat. Um, so okay. It, 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 because like the, the world in which this um, takes place is based very much off of like, you know, the early Russian, you know, czarist history and, you know, Rasputin. Yeah, and, oh, okay. yeah, the the like uniforms, that. the palaces. Oh, yeah, very Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, very I get Russian. that now. And, and in the show, you get senses of, of like, modern like communist propaganda mm. and stuff like that and, okay uh, and this kind of czarist fantasy land which is cut off by the fold uh from the sea and then you have like the, the westerns ravka yeah so yeah. so ravka is the country which this takes place in 
Yeah. And there's this um, island nation called Ketterdam, uh, which is based off of Amsterdam. And this is where the uh, crow um, story kind of like takes place. So like you have a couple of different storylines going throughout the series that are taken from the books, kind of meshed together uh, to make one cohesive TV show. Okay. okay. Gotcha. All right. So uh, run us through a quick synopsis of that first episode and we'll talk about it. If you don't mind, sir. So episode one is called A Searing Burst of Light. And unwilling to be separated from Mal, Alina hatches a plan to join him on a perilous expedition through the fold. And Kaz chases a lead on a lucrative job. So Kaz is like the um, kind of like a a fledgling crime boss in Ketterdam. And he's got like his own little like misfit crew. And they get a lead on this... Uh, wealthy merchant who's going to be offering like a million dollar bounty uh, for a, a certain type of job. And so they're, they're trying to figure out what the job is and they're trying to lock down that million dollar bounty. Cause that's a huge amount of money for yeah, them. It's life changing for them. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of the fold, um, we get a lot of Alina's story where she basically uh, she's in love with Mal, even though like, he's kind of like, she's my little sister <laughs> and uh, he gets deployed to go through the fold, which is super dangerous. And so um, in order to kind of go along with him, she sabotages uh, some of the maps. And so they have to send a cartographer along with uh, Mal's unit. Which happens to be her profession. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, um, instead of just her going, which was her original plan, they're sending her entire unit. So she basically endangered the lives of everyone. She's like, my she bad, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be with my pal. <laughs> yeah. And while they're going through the fold, um, these, uh, the demons within the fold, which are called Volcra, Volcra, something Volcra. like that. Yeah, yeah it's, some, it's like, like an offshoot of Volk Valkyrie. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so, so the Volcra attack, and um, basically they start killing everyone on the ship. And Mal gets like super messed up by one of these things. So Alina just naturally, like her powers manifest in response to saving Mal, and uh, creates this huge burst of light, kills all the Vol Volcra that are attacking, and. Um, um, basically pushes the the ship that they were on because the the part that's kind of covered by the fold is called the unsea, uh, so it's kind of like the sea, but it's not quite. It's on land. It's weird. <laughs> uh, but they push this this land ship uh, back out to on the side where it came from. But some of the survivors come out on the other side because somehow they made their way through, and um, that's how the people in Ketterdam find out about uh, the sun the summoner. Sun summoner. Yeah. Uh, so this, as an introduction to the characters, I thought was a, a pretty decent episode. Um, I enjoyed kind of getting to know Alina and Mal. It was, they were, they had a, a nice chemistry uh, for the actors and for the characters themselves. And in comparison to the book, it, it was pretty much right in line. All, all the events kind of take place in the same way. Uh, the biggest difference for me, and I'm assuming that these characters, um, like the, the smuggler and his little group of ragtag uh, criminals, comes from another set of books that I haven't read yet because they're not anywhere. Yeah, it's, in the, oh, okay. it's the six of crows do all. Okay. Yeah. So they kind of mesh these things. I haven't read those books yet. So these characters are, were not in the uh, yeah, first. In, in the six of crows books, um, basically those cover. Kaz. Yeah. Kaz. And what, what's the heart renderer's name? Um, the, the one that. Oh, the one that gets taken by like the, the Viking guy. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, her name either. I liked her. I forgot her name too. First with an E. God, uh, they're, they're we're name, terrible at this. Well, <laughs> their names are all so strange. It's really hard to keep track, honestly. Well, I'm there's a lot of characters it. in the show. There's a lot of characters. Yeah, a lot there's of a lot of things going on. Yeah. See, so I'll just get this started. In the book itself, the book focuses 
the one that I read focuses solely on Alina mm -hmm. and it's, it's just her story. So if you kind of take her story out of this TV show, it's maybe like an episode yeah. and a half, two episodes tops worth of storytelling, mm -hmm. but they stretch it out over the course of the season and they mix in a lot of other elements yeah, from and, different and, books. In the six of crows books, um, they don't really cross paths with Alina. Uh, what they're looking to, it's basically the same story as this, but instead of going after her, uh, in the book, they go after like a scientist that um, mm. has created like a drug that amplifies Grisha powers. Oh, okay. So, um, cool. so they basically just combine these two um, book stories and you know turn it into the season of the movie. Yeah. So for the uh, for the TV show, I actually kind of attached myself more to that guy's crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. They were way more interesting to watch. They were fun. Yeah. They were scrappy. Yeah. They, I love the, guns, the, the gunslinger. The, the gunslinger was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. the freaking Jasper. Uh, Jasper. Jasper. Yeah. Yep. And Inej with the knives. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. She's a badass. And Kaz yeah. is trying to buy her out of her servitude yep. or whatever. Yep. So he's very invested in getting this bounty so that he can get her out of this. Yeah. He even put what his, is, what he, is she in like a brothel or something? Yeah. Something it like was that. a pleasure house. Yeah. yeah. Same she thing. was a performer, acrobat, okay. all that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. She's basically a freaking ninja. She's oh, such yeah. a badass. She well, she, is. She's invisible. She can jump off stuff. But she <laughs> vows never to kill. She's so cool. She has oh, she's cool. layers. She's like Batman. She's hot. I liked her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 She is Lady very, Batman. Very, very religious. It's funny that like. Papayas. Pious. I like that word. Papayas. Papayas. <laughs> I think it's funny though. Like I kind of, I like sounds like we all kind of agree that those are the more interesting characters. They really They're were. The the show. Yeah. Alina, who is the main character of the show, I'm kind of like, eh. yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. She, it's it's okay. For, she's forgettable. Yeah, she kind of is. Did you like the book? Were you invested in it? <sighs> the book, um, the book is very young adult. So I kind of had a hard time with that. And there okay. was, there's actually something interesting that I want to talk to you about. And I'm not, I'm not sure if Kadish in his research has come across this, but in the book, there's no, um, there's no sign of racism in this world. Oh, there's no, like, we hate you because you're a shoe. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There okay. is none of that. Yeah. I think they created that because they cast the actress and she's, you know, well, the, ethnic. The, yeah. The, so like they just wrote that into the story. Huh. In, in the book, the shoe is basically like an Asian culture and she's yeah. half shoe. Uh, but that's never brought up as a bad thing. Like the shoe in the books is kind of like well-regarded. In fact, one of the trainers at the palace was shoe and everybody was like, Oh, like, yes, sir. No, sir. Mm -hmm. It was like a respected position. There was no racism. What I think they did is in the books, um, she's very much preoccupied with, with physical beauty. Okay. She constantly talks about how much prettier everybody is and how much richer everybody is. There's a classism for sure. Mm -hmm. Like classism is the biggest thing in that book where like she comes from a lower class. So as she's moving her ranks up in the Grisha, the Grisha that have been raised in the palace kind of look down on her like, oh, you're just like a poor commoner. Like that's kind of where that thing is. Yeah, and they, I, I think the shoe in the show is meant to be like Mongolian. Yeah. Like, like that, that's the allegory there. Yeah. So like, like in the show, they kind of replace that classism. There's a little bit of that in this too, but they kind of like amplified it with the racism on top of that. So yeah. and okay. th there was also the whole like thing about Grisha being like hunted and, and mistrusted. And stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. That, in the history of the, of the world. Yeah. So it was, it's a very interesting change. I'm not sure. I wouldn't blame the show for it, but I, I, I felt like it was a bit of an unnecessary change. Mm -hmm. I think there was enough in there to work with that you could still have that same vibe where she's coming up from lower class to upper class without including like, oh, you're shoe, you half breed. Like, 
You didn't really need that. Yeah, that annoys me that that was put in just for the show now that you say that. Yeah. They could have just called her poor the whole time. Yeah, yeah. they could have just said like, oh, you're low class, you're poor, you're common or something like that. It would have it would have gotten across the same message, but they added the racism thing on top. I think that might have been like a Netflix thing. Like As I was watching box. this, I, I wasn't understanding why everybody was doing that. And now that you say that that wasn't in the book, now I'm annoyed with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, I was like, I wonder how many people, I wonder if, if real, real book fans, because I'm like, brand new to this. I, I'm not, I can't call myself a fan yet. How they feel about how they feel about that change. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if Jasper was gay in the books. Yeah. I'd have to go read it. I will read six of crows because apparently those, those, are the, those are the better characters. Those are the better characters. Yeah, I, I like Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Jasper was cool. He shot the freaking coin. And he's funny and cool. He's charming, cool. He, the entire season. He's a total degenerate. That whole crew had awesome chemistry. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very charismatic. Oh, they were fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Every time like the story spent time on them, I was super into it. But then every time it spent time on like, honestly, everything else, <laughs> I was like, um, this isn't, I wouldn't say it was bad. And I no. wouldn't say I didn't like it, but it was, it was just like not as good as the other yeah. aspect to this. Yeah. There, there was a whole like Ocean's Eleven aspect with, yeah. You know, yeah. Yes. Cat yes. and his team. They, they were a crew on a heist and the other crew was like this girl who was torn between her rich boyfriend and, <laughs> and her poor boyfriend. And her poor boyfriend. <laughs> but the poor boyfriend was way nicer, but the yeah. rich boyfriend was really rich. Kind of a dick. Yeah. And, like, and like she was like, like do you uh, want a bad boy or a good boy? Yeah. 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 But, but, but the good boy was, Really bad boy. He was a bad boy. He was a street fighter. Yeah. Yeah. All the girls liked him, uh -huh. and, but he didn't. Oh, he didn't like none of them. No. <laughs> Even the hot sorceress trick that tried to trick him. He was like, nah, yeah. "I'm gonna eat my grapes with my friend." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, "I'm gonna take my top off." And it's like, still no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Good for you. Bro. Good for you. Good for you, bro. Mal. <laughs> yeah. What a hero. Because friendship. Yeah. Hey, friendship runs deep. All right. So uh, now that we got introduced to the characters, <laughs> what does episode two have in store for us there, Katie? All right. So episode two is called We're, We're All Someone's Monster. And Alina's actions against the Volcra bring her to the attention of General Cregan. And Kaz runs into trouble while looking for safe passage across the fold. Is it Cregan? I thought it was Kerrigan. It's Cregan. Uh, I think he said Cregan in the, in the show, right? Kerrigan, Cregan, who cares? It's all the same. How dare you? The, How dare you, sir? The, the Darkling. The Kerrigan? Yeah. Yeah, the Darkling, the Kur the Kurgan Kur was that from Highlander? I don't know. The Kurgan that was that was the the bad guy's name. The Kurgan was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jude's never seen Highlander. Well, they're rebooting it. Oh, why'd you guys say that? But John anyway, Cena oh, in charge. The, yeah, the TV show. Yeah, John um, Cena in there. <laughs> I honestly don't remember what happened in this episode. No, I mean neither. Okay, so the whole middle the, is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. The, the like wildling guys who hate Grisha, they oh, attack the Alina. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. They, they, they try to kidnap her. The then, witch hunter guys. Cregan shows up and creates like his dark blade oh, yes. and cuts him in half. Yes. The darkness. Yeah, the darkness. Darkness. The darkness. I did find it kind of cool. Like when they. When the Grisha are actually in battle using their powers, yeah, it's pretty, cool. it's cool yeah. as hell. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I wanted more of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why maybe I was a little bit less interested in Alina's storyline because I was expecting them to go down that road of like magical wizards using their powers. And it's very minimalist. How I feel about the show in general is I love the universe. I love the world. It's, yeah. a, it's impressive. Yes. The story, I don't really care so much about. But yeah. the, the world, I want to see what's happening. I, I want to I want to hear about the history all the Grisha are, are connected mm -hmm. in, in some way. I want to know more, but I don't really care about the main character. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, 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 
Yeah. She, Alina she is, could die. And I'd be like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. Alina is like, she's supposed to be the surrogate for the audience because she's kind of new to this whole world. We're supposed to be watching yeah, it through her eyes. Yeah. But she, as a character herself, I think you've talked about this before. When characters in shows or movies don't actually do anything to move the plot forward. Yeah, she, she, she's a, she's a very that. passive main character. Yeah. That, like she doesn't like stuff happens to her. Whereas uh, she doesn't cause stuff to happen. So yeah. like in, in, for instance, in this episode, when Kerrigan uh, meets her for the first time and he tests her and like, you know, it's revealed that she's a sun summoner. And then like, you know, he, he puts her on a carriage and sends her off. And then like her carriage gets hijacked. And, you know, she's about to be killed and he just shows up and saves her and whisks her away. It's like mm-hmm. she literally does nothing the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, um, kind of contrast that. No, with, she, with, she, she was really upset. She couldn't say goodbye to her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, contrast that with Kaz's story. And Kaz is actively trying to figure out how do we get across the fold without dying. Mm-hmm. And he's got all this he's stuff He's a going mover on. and a shaker. Yeah. He's making things happen. And, uh, yeah. He's and, making and, and, deals. So, like, he's an active character. Yeah. And contrast that with Alina, who's just kind of going along as the plot dictates That it. makes sense. And that that that's why you have like the cool characters and their storyline versus the boring characters and their storyline. That makes a hundred percent sense. Well, Jasper does stumble uh, several times in the, over the course oh, of eight God. episodes and is always successful. I don't know what episode it's in, but it's I have like to talk six, about I it. I think when he, when they give him the money and they're like, don't gamble. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. he walks out the door literally three minutes later. He's like, what's up guys? I'm going to go gamble. Um, yeah. So in this, in this episode, 16 pounds of coal. <laughs> In this episode, we're kind of introduced to uh, Kaz's rival, uh, who's like a rival gang boss. I forget his name. He has like a weird name. Uh, but an epic beard though, right? He's yeah. way yeah. scarier. Yeah, he's yeah. way scarier. Yeah, like he, he's like a legit <laughs> crime boss. And uh, basically, um, we're introduced to this guy. I think his name's the Conductor. Yeah. Yes. That's what they call him. Yeah. And he's the guy who basically smuggles people through the fold because he's got real badass like train system set up. I don't know how it quite I don't works. understand the travel system in There's this whole show. Two yeah. sets of tracks and rolling pins in the middle. And yeah. as long as you line it up, you're good. You're good. Well, 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 I mean, like the real question here to me is, okay, so they, they use these land ships mm-hmm. that are basically like ocean ships. Yeah, why does it look like a boat? Land. It's got it's wheels. It looks like a boat, but it's it goes through like the sand. Yeah, it's got wheels on it. Yeah, it but, wheels? but it's yeah. also wind powered, which is weird. Well, you use the wind to push the, they don't have an engine. It makes okay. sense. All right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. I mean, not really. I, who, who knows what kind of wind goes through the fold? The wizard. There's a wizard <laughs> blowing it. Oh, yeah, that one of the airbenders. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, my God. The whole show makes sense now. <laughs> but, but when, You're it, welcome. when it comes to the conductor, someone had to lay those tracks. Yeah, I think what he said was there was a track being built during the time when the fold was created and it got it was was, not finished. It was like, uh, yeah, Medium America, the the two tracks are coming together. And it it just stopped. stopped. Yeah, And they basically kind of hopscop, hops, what is that game? Hopscotch. Hopscotch across on the the leftover tracks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I got from it. But he's he's a very interesting character. But again- Going back to these characters that we like, Jasper and the, what's the main dude's name? Kaz. Kaz and, uh, and the, the ninja. Freaking that whole comp, like that oh, whole awesome. uh, setup. They, they were like, we're going to get across the fold with this. We're using this dude. We blackmailed him a little bit, kind of, you know, persuaded him to help us out and all this stuff. And then this is one of my favorite moments in the entire show is the goat. <laughs> the emotional support goat. The emotional support goat. What do we need the goat for? For you. For you. <laughs> you look like a pussy. So I got you a baby goat. 
Oh, do do your yoga. yoga. Do your yoga. I died laughing when he said that. And, and the then, goat keeps coming back. Yeah, the goat keeps. It's like a running joke. Dude, the goat but my saves the day. But my favorite moment in that episode was when Jasper is like terrified. The freaking things ripping oh, through the that, ceiling. That's the next episode. Oh, is that the next that, episode? That, that's not oh, I'm sorry. Episode. Okay, we'll get there in a second. Kate is oh. just cock blocked. I know. Just, just freaking god. I got What's blue on? balls now, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much I want to talk about, but it's at all the end. It's okay. All, yeah, it's all, all right. Let's let's progress then. Go ahead. Episode three is called The Making at the Heart of the World and basically um, ensconced in the lap of luxury among the Grisha, Alina begins her training. The Crows, Kaz, Inej, and Jesper prepare for a risky journey. So this is the episode where they actually go through okay. the, uh, the, the fold and they have the, okay. the goat. You know, it's like funny. That. I'm thinking back on Alina's storyline. Alina. Alina. And I'm just like, I don't care. I know nothing There's about her storyline. There's that girl who the Taylor. Is, is really mean to her oh, because, oh, yeah. because she was banging the Darkling and now he's cast her aside for yeah. Alina. But she also tried to bang his boyfriend. True. I don't think that they were um, aware of that. Well, I don't. I don't think that they were um, a, a couple who doesn't bang other people. Uh, <laughs> oh. But I think oh. I think that she uh, is upset that she's now cast aside. Oh, okay. Well, well, we're, we're also introduced to the tailor in this yeah. episode. She's hot. This is the Grisha that can she's like, supposed to be. use yeah. her powers to change people's like appearance. Yeah. I like her. She's a big part of the books. Like, she? Yeah, she's a big part. Like she, she's basically Alina's best friend for most. Well, because of that you book. said Alina wants to be beautiful. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's weird because like again in the show you remember her like we might have to change your eyes because she's part shoe. Mm-hmm. Never happened. In the and world. how she wants to keep that one scar because it reminds her of Mal. That was in the books. Okay, great. Yeah, that was in there. But the, the scars on her forehead, she keeps the whole show. I said the same thing. I said the same I thing. I can't stop staring at and it. And Kadish was like, they're not that noticeable. And oh, I was like, well, I noticed them. That's all I see. I, yeah. You know what, though? Like a, It's like a third eye. I'm just like, I can't no, miss that no. I, okay, for She's me deformed. personally, for me personally, when a girl, a beautiful woman has like a little scar on there, I think it's cool. Okay, I don't disagree with you. But in this world where they are making it a point to make it part of the storyline where they're fixing her yeah. imperfections and the actress playing her has a scar. They should have filled that shit in <laughs> yeah. to make it flow with the story. Yeah. L- I'm putty. not saying it, her scars bother me because I think she's ugly. I'm saying it bothers me with the story. Okay, because that would actually have been a really nice visual representation for when she, after she ran away, then the scar would come back. Yes. Because she would no longer have the tailor there to fix her up. I mean, yes. We, we all yeah. saw The Witcher. It's the exact same idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're going to enchant you to be gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's the same concept. And they took a hunchback and made her the hottest chick in the world. She's so Dude. hot. Jennifer? Uh, yeah. Oh. I, I Googled her a lot. Oh. <laughs> you know what I did too? That yeah. one episode where oh. she was like expelling demons or something? Woo. God damn. I'm going to tell you yeah. what, I knew her first and last name <laughs> for a while. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have problems to remember those characters. She's got a weird name in real life, too. I knew that one, too. Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like the whole Alina storyline, it just kind of, like Kate, we talked about this a little bit already, like it just kind of happens to her. So there's no motivation for me to really attach myself because it's just like, yeah. oh, things are happening. Oh, she got in trouble again. Yeah, it's like, okay, she's kind of like maneuvering her way through this upper society Okay, I get it. It's not nearly as interesting as the other half of the story. Yeah. So I'm like super attached. And my favorite, like I I, I kind of was talking about it already, but my favorite part of this whole freaking thing is when they're traveling in that train through the fold and, and uh, Jasper's got that goat and he's freaking out and the thing's like breaking into the train. It's like ripping the doors open and starts screaming at him. And he just goes like, 
I'm going to save you. And he freaking <laughs> pops open his six shooters and starts blowing things away. I was like, yes. It was such a great moment. He loves the goat. He loves the goat so much. <laughs> it was, that conductor was like, what's the goat for? It's for you. Like, it was so perfect. Like, how do they know? How do they know that Jasper needed the goat? Because he's the conductor. Well, there's, a, there's a moment where he like looks at him when he's like telling them what they all need. He looks yeah. at Jasper and he kind of gives him the. He like, gages him. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, and we need a goat. And we need a goat. <laughs> 16 pounds of coal and a goat. Well, they did 20 pounds. Was it 20 pounds? He oh, only, that's right. He was only able to get 16. That's he right. lost all of his money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he almost died. I only gambled some of it away. Yeah. yeah it was funny. It was a good. That, this whole crew. The, the whole crew is the best. They're hilarious. They're it's awesome. wacky hijinks. And yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. And but, the main but dude. But they're badass. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're reluctantly accomplishing everything that they accomplished. In yeah. spite of all, themselves. But they're also awesome. You yes. got like, the brains. Yep. You got the beauty. And you got like the gunslinger. And the beauty is also one of the baddest people in the whole show. It, they're but good. But she won't kill anyone. She's got Yet. like. She, <laughs> yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a vow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, you, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to remind me of the dude's name again. The the main Kaz. Kaz. Why can I not remember that? I don't know. Kaz. Just the actor himself has such a very distinctive and interesting look to him. Yeah. Like he's he's very dark and brooding. They, the casting for that was freaking perfect. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he looks like a young supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's, like mm -hmm. a, it's like a young he's, Lex Luthor. I was yeah. just gonna say that. Yeah. yeah he's got something about no, him. He's, he's smart. You, you, he's, he's got, got he, that bony features. He's crippled, but he's awesome. You oh, know. Yeah. He makes it work. Yeah. He's got that Tyrion Lannister vibe. You know? Oh, he does. Yeah. Yes. Tyrion Lannister vibe. That's what it is. Yeah. It's got that. He's got that badass. I, don't mess with me vibe. Between the casting, the costumes, and the sets, the, the show is impressive. Mm -hmm. Like the, the casting is good. The, the costumes are uh, unbelievable, and the sets are—I mean, unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it's really pretty. The yeah. whole show and, is. And speaking of his like limp, there's a whole backstory there that they don't really talk oh. about in the show. Ooh. I, I mean, Kadish is the one that that told me about it. Yeah, because he's not in the in the main book at yeah. all. No. There's so. like there's like a disease. To, tell it. I, I can't tell it. <laughs> Did he have magic polio? <laughs> I think yeah. Right. He's got a left There's like a in disease. Him. Are you holding back for a reason? No. Why, yeah. Why aren't you talking? I'm, I'm trying to remember what I told. Okay. You. Okay. Yeah. Did uh, you make that shit up? I, I, I didn't make it up. Like like the, there, there's like a like a it was just riffing. <laughs> And I ate it all up. I'm such a fool. No, no. There, there's like a bone disease that the author has that, yes. she, that she gave to that ah. character, uh, which is why he has a hard time walking around and oh, stuff okay. like that. Bird cool. bones. Mm. Okay. Before we continue the conversation, let's hear a word from some sponsors. All right. So what happens in the next episode? Well, uh, we didn't even talk about uh, Alina's training. So she meets uh, the, like the, the old, mean Grisha. Yeah the, yeah. the mean lady who's also. Kicks oh, the, her ass. Also the Darkling's mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, oh, she's cool. I like that. I like that character. Yeah. And, Scary old witch in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and so she like, uh, I, I think that, that she's presented to the king and the king is, is like, you know. Boy, uh, the king sucks, huh? Yeah. Well, Woo! it's interesting. You guys think he sucks because. In the book, he's even worse. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like they actually like manlyed up him in the show. Like when you see him, he's just kind of like this barrel chested big dude with a goatee. In the book, he's like this weaselly little like like too many inbreed family <laughs> things. Yeah. Like a big snout, kind of hunched over, real weak, weak person. And and everybody kind of thinks he's a joke. And I was surprised when I saw him in the show, and I'm like, oh, that dude looks like a normal. You know, kingly dude. In the book, was he forcing the 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 I forget what her name is, the girl that fixes the scars and stuff. Was he forcing her 
in the book? Uh, to do the job. Yeah, she was still kind of like a, a slave. But he, you know, the king himself. No, no, it was suggested in the show that he was he was boinking her. He was like, raping her. He oh. was like forcing her to come to his room and stuff. I can't. And that's why the the queen was obsessed with like beauty and stuff because she wanted the king's attention. Yeah, that most of that stuff with the queen, that kind of was in the book. I don't remember specifically if they mentioned that she was like being forced to do anything sexual. Okay. Um, but I could be wrong. I could have just missed that. I, I, I missed that from the show as well. I mean, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't catch that. The old lady Bagra, that's her name. Bagra. Um, so like she's, she's the one who's kind of helping Alina to figure out her, her powers. And uh, Alina. And we don't know that it's um, Kirigan's mother at first, do we? Not at first. No, not, not till the okay. end. Yeah, not and yet. then she's kind of telling Alina like you, you should be careful of him and you should go on your own and, and like develop your own strength and, and which is what we also wanted for her. Um, instead of just like relying on him to give mm. you worth. Yeah. You don't need no man, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, no, but I really want a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alina keeps writing to Mal and, um, he doesn't respond. So she thinks that he's ignoring her. Yeah. They both so she do. hooks up with dark, well, the, dark guy. That's the darklings whole thing is he, they know that Mal's writing letters to her and they know that she's writing letters to Mal and they just disconnect the two because they're trying to separate her away yeah. from that. Yeah. yeah. Ker- Ker- General Kerrigan. It's a dentist has, system. Has a, a plan yeah. to kind of put uh, textbook brainwashing a, a, Alina under his spell. Yeah. Basically. It works too. I mean, she's mm-hmm. well, legitimately even, there's a, there's she a, falls right for it. Dude, there's even a moment in the book where she already knows that he's the bad guy. She knows she, everything's been un- uncovered. She knows the truth. And he still comes close to her. And in the book, it's described. She says, like, I was so angry at myself with how how much I love the way it felt to be close to him, even though I knew all these terrible things. I'm like, girl, you need to check yourself. She's so torn. She's so messed well, up. Well, sounds, it, sounds like it, every girl I ever dated. <laughs> it could also be that thing, whereas because they're like a, a dyad, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, dark, dark and light that they're attracted to one another naturally. Okay. And, and so, like, I guess you could write it off as that. I don't know if that's how they... Mm-hmm it in the books two sides of a coin yeah, yeah that's like possible that. that's a possible excuse for it all right what happens next case all right so episode four is called otkaztesia octesia so it's some weird name octogenarian is it as an octogenarian we'll just go with that yeah sure episode four is called octogenarian and as kerrigan takes alina into his confidence mal volunteers for a dangerous tracking mission and the crows plot a heist to get into the little palace. And the little palace is where all the Grisha are trained. Mm-hmm. And that's where Alina is um, basically staying. And I guess we kind of, you know, moved over this pretty quickly. But in the first episode, the crows, basically their mission is to go and kidnap Alina and bring her back to this wealthy merchant in, um, in uh, yeah. their home city. So, yeah, their whole purpose in this season is to get to Alina. And, mm-hmm. and take her back to West Ravka. That's the payday. That's the. Uh, yeah, that's the million dollar payday. That's, that's the assassins uh, escape from bondage. Yep. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, everything kind of leans yeah. on Alita, which I actually think is a is an improvement on on the story it, myself. It, uh, Kaz puts his bar up as collateral. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. riding on. There's a yeah. lot riding on. Again, we go back to the crows and we're like, these guys are way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> They're really cool. They're really yeah, fun. The only thing that makes Alina interesting is that Kaz wants her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mal, so. Um, Mal has this uncanny ability to like track anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's just like, I think he's almost got like some type of like superpower where he's just able to like track anything down. And uh, the we we learned in the previous episode that um, the very first Grisha 
um, created these animals from his own bones. I think it was called like the bone master or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Something like that. And, um, and basically these animals are amplifiers. And if you can kill one of these animals and absorb their bones into yourself, it can amplify like, your like, power, like take your powers to the next level. Yeah. And so, um, basically Kerrigan is seeking these animals so he can amplify his power and Alina's. And it goes out to the, the first army that, you know, people want to track down this mythical creature stag, the stag, which Alina has been having visions of. And, uh, so in order to finally get entry into the little palace and see Alina again, Mal agrees to take what everyone thinks is just like a, a joke of a, yeah. a mission to go and find this thing. And he knows it's real because Alina has been um, drawing pictures of it based on her visions. Yeah. yeah. So he, he kind of has like a gut, like, yeah, okay, he I knows that this is real and that she's somehow tied to it. Yeah. Cause everybody else thinks it's a myth. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like somebody saying, okay, I'm going to charge your squad with going after Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, well, shit. Okay. I, saw, I saw that movie. <laughs> it, it, it didn't make any sense either. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of a nonsense, like almost a suicide mission because the places that they had to go to do this were, were very dangerous. So Mao was like, look, this is my only chance. And I, he had a gut feeling that it was real. And if anybody's going to find it, it was going to be him so that he could see Alina again. Which, again, once they kind of introduce these, uh, these um, amplifiers into the equation, I find the Grisha a little bit more interesting. I'm kind of getting more into their story and kind of figuring out their, their magical abilities and stuff. It was cool. But again, it was kind of like something that just happened to her. It yeah. wasn't something that yeah. she was actively trying to work towards. Yeah. It was just we're, kind of like, we're, we're coming up on where the story has, is going to start to lose me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, um, so Mal and his friends track, finally tracked this thing down. And as they are about to capture it, um, they're attacked by, uh, the Fedoran. Is that, Those that are the witch hunter guys. Yeah. yeah, basically the Vikings. Yes. Yeah, but Wild, it does. Wildlings. It, it starts with an F, right? What's the actual name for F them? Fedoran. Fedorans. Fed fedoras. <laughs> no, not fedoras. <laughs> We're gonna change the name of everything. Yeah, we are gonna butcher this, guys. The witch hunters. We call them witch hunters. Sure. That, that's fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and so the, the, this is the race of people who live to the north, and they're the ones who mistrust the Grisha, and they hunt them down and kill them. And uh, they were the ones well, who kind of ambushed Alina. That's not fair. They put them on trial for. <laughs> they, did that, they did make that very clear. And then they burned them. <laughs> and uh, we also kind of skipped over Nina, who I think came in with the third episode. And she's like this heart renderer who's yeah. like a spy for Kerrigan. But she works with uh, the, the Crow crew mm -hmm. or something like that. Well, she was she was one of the people that the conductor... Yeah, had smuggled out of Ravka into West Ravka, and she's yeah. been living her life over and, there. And she gets captured by one of these Fedorans, witch hunters, witch hunters. <laughs> and uh, basically, uh, she has her own kind of story going on where they're trying to transport her back to the homeland so she can be. Put on yeah, trial. we can probably just polish off her whole story because it it gets it's a very small story that's spaced out over half the season. Yes, we're basically. She gets kidnapped by these people. She gets put on a ship. They're taking her back to her homeland so they can put her on trial and then kill her for being a witch. And, uh, you know, the ship crashes. They end up kind of like being forced to work together so that they can survive. And a love relationship starts to build. And then they save each other. They save each other's lives. They begin becoming friends and things like that. It's she like, speeds up his heart so that he doesn't freeze, freeze to, to death. death. Yeah, it's a it's a, like a Romeo and Juliet type thing mm -hmm. where they're not supposed to be in love with each other, but they end up being it's more like love. a taming of the shrew type thing because they don't like each other at first. They don't trust each other, and then over time, they kind of 
reluctantly kind okay. of fall from one another. I don't think yeah. they ever actually start liking each other, but well, they do fall in love. They, they, they did both get naked and they both said, mm, that looks nice. Yeah. I, so you know, they did love each other for a night. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded spending the night in that whaler's hut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's, the the she's, fur and she, the. <laughs> she has, she has abilities. I don't, I don't know what she can do. She can make your heart race. Ooh. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't even beat at all. I mean, <laughs> Don't, I did like that one. Don't need Viagra with her. No, get, no, not get at me all. Going, baby. Yeah. Get that like, blood pumping. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like at a certain point, they've kind of come to accept that they're, that they like each other. Yeah. And they're in a, like an inn. They're trying to make their way to his homeland, I think. And her, uh, her Grisha crew kind of, or Kerrigan's Grisha crew kind of catch up with her. And in order to save his life, she turns him in uh, for like. As uh, a slaver. As a slaver. And, um, and so I'm helping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he thinks that she, she's betrayed him. him. Yes. And now like it's reversed from when they first met because he's on a ship as a prisoner and she's the one looking after him. Whereas that role was reversed earlier on in the season. Okay, this might be bad timing, but whatever happens to that storyline, because I do not remember. It just ends right it there. It just ends right there, yeah. right? It's yeah. a cliffhanger. That's a that's a bummer. Yeah. It was a whole side quest going on that was interesting. It, it took, was it's interesting. A set, it's a setup for season two. Yeah, basically. God, We're going to catch up with them later. Damn, we don't even know if there's a season two. Is there a season two? We haven't announced you it see? yet. see? <laughs> Netflix is notorious that's for canceling shows. That's why I didn't shows. watch Jupiter's Legacy. Know. I knew that crap was getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll continue, Kadish. We got to get moving. All right, so episode five is called Show Me Who You Are, and uh, this is where Alina bonds with Kerrigan, and the guests attend their presentation ceremony. Mal communicates news about the deer, and Kaz's plans hinge on a hidden door. So uh, we forgot to mention that in the previous episode, um, Kerrigan and Alina kind of go to this fountain, and Kerrigan fills her in on the history Mm -hmm. of his quote-unquote ancestor who Mm -hmm. created the fold. And so we we get some backstory about the stuff. How the fold. How the fold came, came to about. be. Came yeah. about, yeah. And, and, and Ker- Kerrigan right. comes off as like a really noble guy because like he's tortured that he can't do anything about it and that, you know, people blame him for his ancestors, like faults and stuff like that. Yeah. And turns well, out that but, was all him. Yeah. Lies. But, but Alina's like falling for it. Lies. Deception. Every day more lies. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and so in this episode, um, Alina is kind of like fully like she's forgotten about Mal. She's mm-hmm. totally into Kerrigan. And uh, and this is where um, Kerrigan's going to present her to the to the, the court. And it's her big like kind of coming out party. And this is where the um, the crow crew shows up to try to, you know, whisk her away. And it turns out that the conductor isn't quite the nice guy. We all thought. Oh, yeah. man, that was he's the a, best scene in the whole show. He's right. A double there. crosser. Mm-hmm. Where he kills the double. And I'm like, they, they just killed her. And, and I was watching it with, the, with, with a friend. And I'm like, they just killed her. Like, they, they killed who? I'm like, the, the chick, the girl. <laughs> She's dead. She's bleeding out, man. But then it turns out that wasn't Alina yeah. after all. That was the, oh, God, what's her name? She, and she, oh, oh the oh, Taylor. Taylor, thank yeah. you. Yes. Well, her name's not Taylor. She is titled I, a Taylor. I, I was like, seamstress? Yeah. <laughs> But, but this is the episode where kind of like the, the crow storyline intersects with Alina mm-hmm. and, yes. and Mal shows up because he, he's um, delivering the news about the stag to Kerrigan. And um, it's the but, worlds collide. Yeah. Right the, yeah. All, all the storylines converge in, mm-hmm. in this episode. And Bagra kind of tells Alina the truth about um, Kerrigan and encourages her to escape. 
And she just happens to like get in the, the same coach that Cass yeah. had for his getaway. She runs away and, and hops in the back of a coach and the guy, the crows are just like, did she just get in the yeah. back of our coach? Well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, this episode was so good. Yeah. yeah. He just sat like smoking a cigarette. Like, wait, isn't that the, she's, she's getting in the carriage. <laughs> she locked herself in the boot. <laughs> I guess we'll go. Yeah, I guess we're good now. Guys, because, um, because they went through this whole facade of like joining the circus or something because uh -huh. they were going to perform at the palace and they were like figuring out their backstories and how to get in and how to be sly and, and it all just kind of ends and like Alina just jumps in the cab with them and they're like, oh, well, that was cool. Yeah, easy breezy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I forget if it was this episode or the episode after this one where Jesper has his fight with the heart renderer and he keeps shooting. Um, so like the, the Grisha have like these oh, bulletproof um, like cloaks that they wear. Yeah. And he keeps shooting him in the same spot. And eventually like the, the bullet wears down on, on the bulletproof cloth mm -hmm. and it starts hurting the guy. And Jasper's just such a good shot that he's like ricocheting these bullets and hitting him point blank in the yeah. exact same spot. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty, pretty dope cool. scene. It was a really cool scene. And then he gets on, he gets them down and then he shoots him in the head. Right. He, it goes, oh, pretty, yeah. it goes Jasper, dark. Jasper kills all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Jasper killed any of them. He shot one of those dudes. No, right he, in the oh head. no, that's right. He punched him in the face. I, I think. He knocked him out. I don't know. I think he shot one of those guys right in the head. It's possible. I'd have to go back and Jasper's watch. Jasper's pretty, pretty badass. He is a badass. He's pretty misses. badass. We, we know that Inej ends up killing someone, but she did it yes. to save Kaz. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she's very torn over it. Well, yeah. the, well, she loves him, but uh, she can't kill. She's a vow. I don't know, dude. That kill that she does have at the end of the season. Dope. So, oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Kiddish. Also, don't you think, I, at first when I saw this, I didn't know um, anything about like the people playing um, these characters. And when I first saw Cass, I was like, is he a Skarsgård? He gives me so many Skarsgård guy you know what, so uh, vibes. Like, uh, they were like, is that the same guy that played it? Yes. Yeah. He, and I was like, it's looks, not. He but looks he's like got a Skarsgård. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's very much same weird. Oh, yes. Okay. Rubber that face. bone structure. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Rubber face. Yeah, when they have the lines <laughs> and everything's moving all the time. You okay. mean like bone structure? <laughs> Contour? Well, some people have a lot more bones than other people, right, Jude? <laughs> some people have a lot more other stuff than bones. Yeah, and skin. <laughs> you guys are so weird. Some of this. <laughs> would, would, you, would you say that they have shadow and bone? <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! Is that where they got the name? <laughs> no <that> way! <laughs> <laughs> We're so silly. Please continue. Uh, all right, so um, episode six is called The Heart is an Arrow. And basically, uh, furious over the Sun Sumner escaping, Kerrigan hunts for information. Alina receives a helping hand when she needs it most, and Nina warms to the Grisha hunter. So basically in this episode, Alina's on the run. Uh, the crows kind of confront her and they're like, you're ours now. And she's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like, like she goes off without them and she meets up with Mal who comes to like, you know, save her. Yes. Yeah. And we have that reunion finally where like those two get back together and they kind of realize that they're into each and other. they're like, how come you didn't write me? I did. How come you didn't write me? Yeah. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this is just to give you guys some con some uh, background. Like, this is several chapters in the book where it's just her and Mal trying to survive out in the wilderness. That that's that's all it is for like mm -hmm. two chapters, two well, and a half I'm chapters. All, I'm always interested to know, like, when there's source material, I want to know what the differences are. So I'm glad that you read that because yeah. I did not. Yeah, I, again, ninety not ninety percent, probably fifty percent of this show is not in the first book. It, okay. It's it, like the entire thing is just Alina going from army to darkling to escaping. And that's it. That's where it ends. So my, my buddy read all the books and he said, this one is, it's mostly the first book, but then there's stuff from book two and book three yeah. that they put into this one to make the series make sense. Yeah. And I said, okay, that's fair I for could, storytelling. Yeah. I and then he says, it. the crows, 
They don't even exist. And I'm like, how? Well, what even happens in the book then? Jasper and his crew don't exist in the books. Well, they're in- you, you read the first one. They're not in it, right? Yeah, they're not there. Well, get, read the second one. They're not in that one either. They're in a different so, series. So, so, a different exactly. series. So there's the Grisha trilogy, which is Alina's story. Exactly. Okay. And then there's the the Crow duology, which is a completely separate thing, but in the same universe. Oh, yeah. I want to go read those books. Yeah, <laughs> those books sound great. <laughs> same yeah. universe, same stuff going on at the same time, but it's like it's like two separate things happening okay. at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is the episode where Kerrigan and his army of Grishas are trying to track Alina down and the crows are kind of like in her vicinity and they all fight with the, these Grishas. And so uh, Inej fights with the sister of the Grisha that she killed to save Kaz and she ends up killing her again. So that's two body counts. <laughs> Inej. Um, and um, I believe that the conductor is killed uh, when Karen yeah, interrogates him. Yeah, he dies. I think okay. a, heart oh, rend- yeah. a heart render kills oh, him, right? Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, and it turns out that the conductor was um, kind of part of this revolutionary movement. Yes. Uh, so, like, if you know anything about Tsarist Russia and how, like, they, they were overthrown, the Bolshevik res- revolution, I think it was. So, the like, he's part of the, the communist um, who hmm. want to overthrow. Like, yeah, the they don't thing. want the wall to come down. Yeah. They don't want the... Yeah, they, they like the, the wall. Well, yeah, yeah. Because, the wall. yeah, because they it gives them their freedom from. Yeah, it, it cuts them off from the kingdom. Yeah, because yeah. they and they want to start their own like empire. Yeah, yeah. they have the votes. <laughs> they have the votes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically, the the crows kind of clash with the Grisha army. There's this great scene where Kaz kind of has a, a face off with Kerrigan, and uh, he kind of like you know just tricks him into you know uh, trying to kill him, but then he like vanishes. Mm. Um, so, um, and then Mal and Alina in one of the quickest, uh, traveling, I think I've seen in the show, <laughs> they go up, they find the stag. Oh yeah. And, uh, they're going to kill it to amplify her power so she can fight Kerrigan. But, um, Alina, you know, when she finally meets the beast, like, she's like, there's gotta be another way to do this. And then Kerrigan shows up and just like kills. Slices that, its head off. Stag, yeah. yeah. It was pretty intense. And that's actually, that's straight from the book. It happens exactly that way. Like events leading to that are a lot different, but that scene where uh, the darkling shows up and the stag is there and he kills the stag and he takes the thing. And there was something interesting too in the book um, when they take the ampli- the antlers off of the stag and they turn it into an amplifier for her. In the book, it's just described as a collar. They just call it the, a, another tailor. Yeah, it's like a necklace. Came and put a collar on her. And in the in the freaking show it's awesome it's like bone grafted the antlers into her collarbone it was dope i it was, was like dope. God damn that's an improvement i will say that much okay i thought that was really freaking cool yeah i thought it was cool too because when they show it and it's like sticking out of her skin and there's like nothing she can do about it i'm like god dang, it made me dude. uncomfortable really yeah oh yeah oh it, it was very uncomfortable oh it was like it was but disturbing it was so to watch awesome. he was like inside of her uh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> that is some intensity, bro. Yes. <laughs> he put his bones inside of her. She'll never forget. Now I'm into it. Yeah, think about it. A lot of innuendo. A lot of, a lot of sexual tension going yeah. on. So I, I've been waiting a while to mention this. Uh, how many times does Mal almost die in the show? There's oh, eight bunch. episodes. I think he almost dies four times. I mean, like, yeah. like, Dead. dead. Episode one. Episode one. Episode, episode three. Three. Ep- the, the stag. This one that we're in yeah, right now. Uh, and I think it happens one more time. Yeah. yeah at the end. It's like four he, times. He's a tough dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, it's a shoulder shot. Always on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> but it takes him out. And then they heal him instantly. Well, leg wound. They have to give Anita something to, to like 
and, and amplify her power. It's like the, it's like the, uh, thing with the X-Men, like, oh, in, like in those like times of stress. Oh, I want the antlers. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, cool. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. He, he is kind of like the whole reason why she can stand up for herself at some point. She stands up for him. Yeah, I know. That's what, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, she's always rescuing him. That's yeah. her whole character. That's the whole character. That's it. That's all it is. And, uh, <laughs> this is when the show has lost me. Really? Yeah. No. How come? This is when it gets fun. Well, because like she was, was about to like mind meld with the stag and she has now learned how to control her powers. And I felt like this was like a, like a moment where she could like stand up to dark guy, bad guy. <laughs> and he just is like, you're mine now. And now, now she's just being controlled by him. And now he has control of her powers. I was just like, ah, bullshit. No, because he, instead of her killing, so the whole, I'm going to have to go back and explain this a little bit, but the amplifier thing, like mm -hmm. the amplifier thing only works if you are the one who kills the animal and takes the bone. So because he was the one who killed the, um, the stag, he has access to her power through the stag. And when he takes the amplifier bone and he puts it in her, he now has control of. Well, he 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 bonded himself to it. Yeah, right? and he so, yeah he, he had the little bone thing. Yeah, I don't, he bonded I'm himself. not sure if that's in the book. I think it was more of a mental thing. I don't uh, think there was a. I don't think there was a physical representation. Because that's what I went with. I went with the the bones are inside of her and intact. The bones are in him. Yeah, but it's his kill. Yeah. So he had. I mean, she still had some control, but he had full control. Well, because uh, she, she could still do stuff. She still could manipulate and make light and all that. But he had. Yeah, it was the control. in the in the book. It's described as like he was just inside her head, and she couldn't not do what she he wanted her to do. Those bad boys, boy. Let me Those tell bad, you, they get inside your head, man. They get inside yeah, yeah. your so head. All all this stuff about like you know the the bones melding into Alina and stuff like that. That happens in episode seven, which is the unsee, and basically, um, you know, th this is kind of like a, a lead up to the, the finale, where uh, you know Alina gets the, the bones grafted into her and. The crow crew, they're basically like, well, th this was a big waste of time and money. Uh, <laughs> we're going to cut our losses and go back. And so they're, they're trying to figure out a way to sneak on the ship that Kerrigan is going to use uh, in order to get back to Ketterdam. They forged um, documents. They got outfits, everything. <laughs> yeah. And they're uh, like, nobody can see me. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is that so Mal, like he's being held captive in one of the tents. And when they had gotten there, the crow crew had given away their goat. To uh, you know, just like a like like some local <laughs> farmer, but Jasper had tied a little bullet yes. as a as a remind as a remembrance uh, of the goat to the goat's neck, and Mal sees this goat with a bullet around his neck, and he uses that bullet to um, destroy his cuff so he can escape. And Mal also sneaks aboard the ship uh, in order to save Alina. And so this ship has a lot of hiding places. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really. It's not like when you look at the ship and the show, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but yeah, I feel like it's the size of the room we're in. They managed like, to seriously. get in there and like hunker down somewhere and hide and nobody knows they're there. They're like ninjas yeah. from last week, just like <laughs> hiding in a corner. But, yeah. but the ship is supposed to be like a, a big event for like the powerful and, and the rich uh, because Kerrigan is going to have the sun summoner start destroying the, you know, the fold. And all the elite want to be there to witness this historic thing. And so uh, the end of this episode has, you know, all of our characters kind of like aboard yeah. the ship going into the fold. And it's that like, leads oh, us. The Titanic. And the Darkling is kind of using this time because he has all these rich and wealthy people. He's basically taking advantage of that fact and, and blackmailing them into going under his control. He's like, there's going to be no more wars. Nothing else is going to happen. 
unless it goes through me. I am now the leader. Like this is the whole thing. This whole reason for the show being is so that he can gain more power yeah. and become basically the king of the And this if you land. don't do what I say, I'm going to leave you here. You're going to turn into a Volcra, yeah. which turns out all of the the people that were in this town when the fold came up, those used to be humans. Yeah. And uh, they turned but, into but demons. But now they're demons. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so all this leads into episode eight, which is called No Mourners. This is the last episode. This right? is the last yeah. episode okay. of the season. And basically, uh, this is where Kerrigan's plan kind of comes to fruition. And he's using uh, Alina's powers to help actually expand the fold. Mm-hmm. Um, because Another double cross. <laughs> and, and, and we get kind of like a look into Kerrigan's backstory where we see like mm-hmm. his, his wife, an unborn child, murdered by, uh, by um, the army of the king or something. Yeah, like that. The, yeah. basically because he was Grisha, they went after him. Like this was what they he was. He's, he's kind of like Magneto. We're like the world. He's a bit Magneto. Yeah, he's a bit of a Magneto. Like I got the, you. the world hates the Grisha because they're different, but they uh-huh. have superpowers, and he wants to protect the Grisha against the normal humans. And he's he's very much a Magneto. That's character. his whole thing. You're yeah. right. The Magneto. I didn't even catch it. Yep. And and Kurgan is actually like hundreds of years old. Like he doesn't oh, yeah. age. Yeah. And and he was the guy who created the fold to begin with, and and so he just takes on these different personas as like. People grow old. And that's die. actually that's actually a um, a common trait among Grisha. The more powerful of a Grisha you are, the longer your lifespan is. Because mm. I was going to ask, who's eternal? Because him and his mother are eternal. Yeah, because they have the power and, of the darkness. And the the, the Sun Summoners, they tell her she's eternal as well. She well, can. Be. Well, one, one of the cool, one of the cool scenes in this season was when um, Kerrigan kind of sits down with Mal. And, and and he's basically like, I don't need to compete with you. I just need to wait for you to die. Like yeah. time is yeah. on my side. I'm immortal. She's immortal. Um, in a couple, you know, in 50 years, you're going to be a non-factor and I can just wait you out. Yeah. You know, it was she'll, pretty, kind of an interesting yeah, she'll forget. Scene. It'll be yeah. okay. Oh, and even like when she was like, you know, I'm going to hate you forever. And he's like, hate fades over time. You'll be all right. His didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well, no, he's a man with a plan. It's different. Yeah. He's a man with a plan. But, uh, so basically, um, you know, in the big climax, everything kind of comes to a head where after Kerrigan expands the fold, it encompasses the city that belonged to that girl, that that Grisha girl that, you know, throughout the season, she's been kind of Alina's foil. And um, she she wanted to, uh, she wanted Kerrigan to be in love with her and stuff like that. And so her entire family's killed and she flips sides and she starts helping the crows and Alina and Mal uh, to fight against Kerrigan. And, uh, and there's like a big kind of like, fist fight between Kerrigan and Mal like on the unsee mm-hmm. and Alina uses her powers to basically push the the fold back um but at the end of the day so it looks like Kerrigan's dead and they're all on the other side of the fold and the the crow crew basically decides to go their their separate ways and Alina and Mal decide to i guess i don't know they just they walk run, off into the sunset yeah they walk off into the sunset they well, want well, to be- well, well, they want to search for a way to actually destroy the fold and so, but they don't know where to start. Yeah. They basically, in the, in the book, they, there's like a little, um, what's it called? A, an epilogue? Yeah. Yeah. The epilogue of the book is like, they go off and they kind of live their life for a few years and they just, they're just together. Let's they're, just take like a little break. Yeah. We're going to take, we're going to take the summer off. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but, but that, that doesn't happen in the show. So, yeah. so the show basically ends with, um, everyone on board this ship that I, I think is bound for Ketterdam. So the crows are there and, um, and they're kind of thinking that they, 
they have a heist in mind that they need a heart renderer for. Mm -hmm. And Nina's on the ship that's transporting the, you know, the guy that she loves. God, that's the most convenient ship on the history yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And she overhears the crow. Crew. There's like only one ship yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> she overhears the crow crew talking about how they need a heart renderer. So like th those finally converge and Nina and Mal are also on the ship because they need to find a way to, you know, figure out how to, you know, yeah. go, go somewhere to figure out how to take the fold down. And then after they sail, all sail off together, Kerrigan emerges from the fold with an army of Volcra. Yeah. And now him. he has control of these creatures that I guess until this point, he didn't know he was able to control them. But, and I also think that they didn't know that they could exist outside the fold. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, they yeah. walk out and they're all kind of like shrouded and like smoky. Yeah, yeah. You don't really know what they are. It's pretty badass. Oh, it no, was pretty cool. The the last moment that that moment was it made you go, oh shit, White Walkers. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here You're we right. go. You're right. Here we go. Yeah. So it just depends on how many. And he, I'm assuming he can Dark turn. Walkers. He can turn other people into those things. Yes, he can. Because it, those were originally human beings, yes. and now they're monsters. So I'm assuming that he would be able to. Put that well, on. He, other he knows people. how to create now. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to create so he can create. Yes. Yeah. So honestly, man, like I know this Alina's storyline is a bit of a slow starter for me, but the crows were badass. Yeah. I'm, I'm hooked on that. I think say, I'm. Say, say crow crew. Crow crew. Just yes. sounds good. Crow, crow crew. <laughs> Hashtag crow crew. Hashtag crow crew. Um, Just say it. So wait, good. when he walked out, wasn't he kind of taking the fold with him? Like where he goes. Yeah. The fold it goes was, with yeah. Him? It was a little bit of a smoky effect to him. Yeah. Like he was bringing it with him. I think he, I think in order to survive against the Val, Valkyrie, Val, what are they called? Volcron. Volcron? No, Volcar. No. Voltron. 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 Mm -hmm. Anyway, guys. I know we're so terrible. <laughs> Um, in order to like survive being in that atmosphere, he had to learn how to control it. And now, he, now he's a step above. Was that else. in the book? Uh, no, I don't think it was. I think okay. what it happened is they left him behind in the fold and in Alina's inner monologue, she's like, I think he's dead, but in reality, I, there's yeah, no, there's no way not. of knowing. Yeah, like you kind of know he's not okay. like, no, he's not. Yeah. You might find you, out in the next book. The dark, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. The darkness can't kill the darkling. Yeah, right? exactly. There's no way. Something like that. Yeah. And he know. created it. He couldn't die from it. Well, honestly, like the show was fun. It was a bit young adult for me. There was a lot of slow moments. Alina's was the least interesting, but the rest of it made up for that. I totally agree with you. Because yeah. it was so much fun to watch yeah. this crew. Like he was like, is it, because uh, I was trying to talk Tom into watching it. And he was like, was it good? And I was like, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this now that we kind of polished off the season. Uh, Tom, are you invested enough to check out season two with, if you weren't doing the podcast? If the, if the crow crew, uh, was in the books of of this same allegedly the show we're watching. Yeah, I'd I'd read the books because I'm interested. So okay. yeah, I want to so, keep watching it. It's so you're gonna go watch. You're gonna go listen or read uh, Six of Crows then. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, okay. but probably not because I, I would like to hear the real thing because I feel like it's too much different stuff. So I'm I'm good with the show. Okay. Uh, like I said earlier, I, I like the world building that we're in. I, I like the universe. I think it's very interesting with a lot of potential. I like the potential. The storyline of this one it had its moments of greatness and moments of boredom, but nothing bad. Okay. I like the characters. I like most of it for the most part. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching. I like it. Jude, how about you? Are you sold on this uh, franchise? You're going to jump in? Um, so I'm going to watch season two. And what I'm comparing it to is you guys know how much I love the Buffy the Vampire Slayer yep. series. Seasons one and two are arguably the least good. Right. 
okay. the seasons. But I like that's it's my favorite show of all time. And I watch it again and again every single year and I cry every single time. <laughs> it's amazing. And so and I think that this has the potential kind of like that. Like this was this season was kind of weak for me, but I feel like it could be so good. Right there with you. I'm really interested to know what the differences are with the books. I don't know that I'm gonna have time to read them, but I, I love like when they when when there's like something interesting, like a series made out of an interesting series. Mm -hmm. I love that shit. Um, so I'm hoping for more for next season. I didn't hate this at all. I don't think it, it didn't blow me away and I didn't think it was great. And I wasn't like super excited to watch it. Like I, like I get with some shows, but I'm hopeful for next season. There were aspects of it that were really good, but there were also aspects of it that I found a little dull and boring. Okay. Can you show you, bud? So um, I compare this to some of the other um, entries that Netflix has made with adapting some cool young adult material into a TV show. So talking about Warrior Nun. Oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> talking about Cursed. Oh, um, I couldn't even finish that. It's way leaps yeah. and bounds better than those two yeah, shows. I started Cursed. It did not go anywhere. It's not good. No, it didn't go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, so like those are examples of how Netflix can take something with some cool source material and just run it into the ground. And with this, I feel like the source material seems pretty good. And the people making the show um, seem to be honoring that. Even though they've made changes to it, I feel like the changes worked within the context of what they were trying to achieve with the show. And I like a lot of the characters. Um, so I would definitely check out a season two. I enjoyed this season. Um, so yeah, like I, I just think it could have been much worse knowing that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you put it in that perspective, I didn't even really think of it like that. But yeah, Warrior Nun, awful. Curse. Oh God, so did you watch that? You told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> it's called Warrior Nun. Of course I was going to watch it. Right. <laughs> it's so bad. So like in that in that perspective, this show is leaps and bounds better. It's actually got a really good leg up on those ones. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking out the other books for sure. Okay. Uh, definitely uh, Six of Crows. Mm -hmm. And I think a few comments in our YouTube channel have actually been pointing us that direction. Like, you have to go read this, you know, Six of Crows book. Yeah. So that's going to be my next entry. I'm not really going to follow Alina's storyline until I'm done with the other ones. Because yeah. it sounds like those ones are more up my alley. Mm -hmm. the, the hijinks and the, you know, the scheming and the cool underground kind of like uh, criminal underworld of this, yeah. of this. Uh, yeah. Not galaxy. And you know what else? A, a lot of people, um, when we did the trailer reaction, they were in the comments saying, um, like, because I think when we originally watched the trailer, we all thought like, oh, they're giving us too too much information. And a lot of people were like, no, because <laughs> and and I really appreciate like, like that kind of feedback. Like the story does this and they only give you this. And yeah. Like I like that stuff. So definitely like pop in the comments and tell us like what we got wrong and and give, How, us a, give us advice if, if like if there's something we should check out like in this world i want to know yeah, yeah let us know I in the comments know. yeah I like and, it. and for me because i read the shadow and bone the first book so let me take me in the direction which way should yes. i go six of crows or should i finish alina's stuff let me know um okay that's it everybody uh Everybody good with our discussion? Cool. All right. You guys can let us know how badly we butchered all the names in the comments. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm really sorry. Really oh, bad. All the stuff that we skipped over and forgot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of gray in the middle. It was a lot of mud you had to walk through. <laughs> like yeah. I said, they took they took uh, what I think would probably be like maybe two, three episodes tops, and they stretched it over eight episodes, and they just plopped a bunch of stuff in the middle of it mm. for as far as Alina. 
You know what? Uh, if this had only been about Alina, I don't know that I would have I wouldn't. It. Yeah, I couldn't have watched yeah, it. If they, if they had adapted the book strictly and put it into the show, I don't think any of you guys would like it. Yeah, it, it's it's not very action oriented. It's very slow paced. Well, I, I wanted the crim- the pirates. I, yeah. I like those guys. Yeah. It, it makes it more. Um, I'm gonna say it butches the show up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the gay gunslinger. <laughs> I, he was just a gunslinger, bro. He was, he was just dope. You know, he, he, he was got, pretty badass. He got laid along the way. The <laughs> saved. The guy was pretty me. sweet. Yeah, yeah. He, he was sweet. You know, yeah, I, for sure. Sexual orientation aside, <laughs> the guy was cool. They he, were loves cool goats. he loves, he loves goats. goats. Who doesn't love a goat? <laughs> kind of made me want to go. <laughs> it kind of made me want to go too. I was like, I see why they do goat yoga now. You want to adopt a goat together? It can live at your house. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, ha- I don't have enough grass. <laughs> uh, I will say this of my final thought. Um, I, I have to compare this to another show in, I think, a very similar vein is uh, uh, Carnival Row. Yes. I think Carnival Row is a, a stronger TV show. Well, it was more adult. Very much this more adult. This is definitely this more is young, young adult. adult. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. aimed at a younger, a little bit of a younger audience. But um, I, I still think, I think Carnival Row, if they kind of amp this up and they get it to that same level, we're going to be on on good ground. Uh, but that's it. All right, guys, where can we find everybody on the socials? Tom, where can they find you at? Uh, hard to find, but if you want to find me, it's on Instagram uh, called Big T 2681 uh, Food picks. Mostly food picks. Um <laughs> Things that I find strange in my environment, you know, that's about it. Look right. me up. All right. You can find him in the uh, at the bowling alley, usually. Bit, nobody wants to go bowling with me, so no, you won't. Hit, hit him up and ask him to go bowling. He'll show up. Or golf. I've been golfing a You've lot. You've been golfing a, a lot. A lot lately. Golf? Oh, bro. You don't even know. Oh, no. How bad I am at, drink, <laughs> at drinking and, and hitting golf. tiny oh, little balls. Oh, my God. Actually, We'll talk about this other day. Okay. Jude, where can they find you at? You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Or like in a bar with Tom somewhere. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. And KadishBooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. And I'm Alex, your host. You can catch me on Twitter at Salty underscore Nerd. And as always, stay salty, my friends. 